All right. You ready to talk about the Holy Spirit? Come on. Pastor Sam and Corey Hooper, prophet in the house. Well, we are so glad that you're here with us today at New Covenant Church, and whether that's uh, online or in person, we are thrilled that you're with us. And we're so glad that you're with us on one of the greatest days in the, uh, in the Christian church. Today is Pentecost, okay? Amen. Everybody say Pentecost. Pentecost. Woo, yes. Amen. What are the birth of the church, the day that the Holy Spirit was poured out. It's just a fantastic day. One of the main feasts of the Old Testament, and it was the day that, um, like we said, the day that Jesus had commanded his disciples to go and wait in Jerusalem, and the Holy Spirit will be poured out on you mm-hmm. to do great, great things. And so uh, that church continues, and we're part of that New Testament church today. Aren't Amen. you glad that what Amen. started way back then continues, continues to work and in and through our lives even today? So we're so, so excited, so thankful that you are here today and just believe that God has a great, great experience in store for each and every one of you. I am um, especially thrilled to be able to be here today with Pastor Corey Hooper. Can't help but call him Pastor. That's who he is. Corey is a a great man of God. He's a great husband and a father, a businessman. Corey was actually the first person that joined on staff here at New Covenant Church, been with us for about 17, 18 years now, back when we were thin, had hair, and it wasn't (laughs) gray, so, right, right. right. and uh, so just a fantastic brother, he's uh, been served as a pastor, has a strong prophetic gifting, and functions in the offices of a prophet, and we acknowledge and just uh, bless him in that and thank him for that. He's an elder here at New Covenant Church. Uh, I consider him just a son in the Lord and Amen. just uh, love Amen. him. I'm so honored. To, and uh, he is just a fantastic man of God. Well, Corey, thanks for being here today. And um, I love you, man. I'm so glad. What Corey and I got to hang out this week. And boy, it just it's felt good to be together, spend some time together. Yep. So what, our, what we're um, looking at today on Pentecost, and I really do believe God's got some special things in store for us uh, here today is we want to, we want to um, approach this. What we want to do today is we want to take kind of the strangeness mm-hmm. out of the idea of Pentecost and out of the idea of the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Anybody ever heard of Pentecost? Anybody ever heard of the baptism of the Holy Spirit? Uh, raise your hands there at home, okay, if you're here in the church, right? Yeah. Well, people, uh, if people have heard about it. They've probably had all kinds of different experiences with um, and thoughts about and preconceived notions about what the the Holy, who the Holy Spirit is, what the Holy Spirit does, what Pentecost is, what the baptism of the Holy Spirit is. And so today, we want to um, have a conversation about this. We, we want to make this something that's very comfortable, that's very approachable, and that every single person desires, because the Holy Spirit desires for every person uh, to have a, a personal, intimate, ongoing, growing relationship with every single person. Amen? Amen. And that, that includes you. That includes you. The Holy Spirit wants a, a, a relationship <laughs> with you. So I want to begin. <clears throat> the scripture says that out of the mouth of two or three prophets, let every word be established. But um, I want to start by reading Acts chapter 2. If you your, have your Bibles there, um, with you. If not, it'll be on the screens. But beginning in Acts chapter 2. Now, as you think about Acts chapter 2, Jesus has already been resurrected. He's been spending, um, he spent about 40 days with his disciples, with the followers, and then he leaves. He's uh, taken to heaven to seat it. He's now seated at the right hand of the Father, and he still prays, makes intercession for us. But during this time, he commanded, and get this word, he commanded his disciples 
to go to Jerusalem and to wait in Jerusalem. To, they gathered in this upper room. He says, if you'll wait there, Terry there, just wait. He said, the Father is going to pour out. I'm going to pray the Father. He's going to send the Holy Spirit, and the Holy Spirit's going to come, and he's going to work in you and work through you to change the world. And so that's what we're reading about. We're reading about a group of people here who were walking as followers of Jesus, walking in obedience to him, and this is what takes place, beginning in Acts chapter 2, verse 1. It says, when the day of Pentecost arrived, they were all together in one place. And suddenly there came from heaven a sound like a mighty rushing wind, and it filled the entire house where they were sitting. Uh, again, I would just say, filled the entire house. Nobody got left out. Amen? Amen. And so, um, and divided tongues of fire appeared to them and rested on each one of them. One more time. Every single person was included in this. And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit, and they began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. And then it goes on and says that now there were dwelling in Jerusalem, uh, Jews, devout men from every nation. Everybody say every nation. Every, every nation. nation, okay? Under heaven. At this sound, the multitude came together, and they were bewildered because each one was hearing them speak in his own language. And they were amazed and astonished, saying, are not all these who speak Galileans? And how is it that we hear each of us in our own native tongue? Parthians and Medes and the Elamites and residents of Mesopotamia and Judea and Cappadocia, Pontus and Asia and Ferga and Pamphylia and Egypt and parts of Libya belonging to Cyrene and visitors from Rome, both Jews and proselytes, uh, Cretans and Arabians, we hear them telling in our own tongues. Okay, now I've got this underlined in my notes. We hear them telling in our own tongues. And what were they saying? What were they hearing? The mighty works of God. Mm -hmm. The Holy Spirit came and poured himself into people so that he could pour out through them the testimonies of the mighty works of God. And they were all amazed and perplexed, saying to one another, what does this mean? What does this mean? And again, two or three people have already referenced this, but uh, I really felt a prompting from the Holy Spirit to just uh, today to say in the light of what's taken place with the, the murder of Joy, George Floyd and Ahmaud Arbery uh, these past couple of weeks, that, that I, I want you to know that that's not, um, that's not the heart of God. There is nothing of racism in the heart of God. That's we right. see it in the scripture here that every single nation, every single person, every, trunk, uh, every tongue, every tribe is included in the purpose, the plan, and the destiny of Almighty Amen. God. Amen? Amen. So Amen. listen, God, uh, God, doesn't, um, God loves every race. You know That's why? Right. He created the human race, right? We wouldn't be here if it wasn't for him. Amen. And so for the families that have been impacted... Um, for how these demonic acts have impacted black lives and uh, have impacted our, our nation, and especially, I just want to say, especially black men. We've got a number of black men here with us today. I want you to tell you, I want to tell you that, that we love you. We're Amen. sorry that these things are influencing Amen. your lives. And uh, let me just say, um, we will not allow this spirit of racism to, um, to stand against us. Um, to, we're, we're just not going to allow it to divide no, us. we're not. We're, no, we're not, not. going to allow it to uh, stand in our time and in our generation for That's such right. a time as this. Pastor Chris, I agree with your prayer. The spirit of racism bows to the That's lordship right. of Jesus yes. Christ. Amen? Amen. Amen. And so, um, Amen. hallelujah. Amen. Amen. We are going to allow this to stir us to action. We're going to allow this to stir us to, to gain, to learn, to understand, and to learn 
to act in bold, righteous, appropriate ways. Amen. Uh, let me say that again. To learn to act in bold, righteous, and appropriate ways. Amen? Amen. Um, I, I believe there's a whole lot of learning that needs to be done. There's a whole lot. And the best way to learn, how many people know, the best way to learn is to listen, right? That's right. Right? That's right. There's a reason God gave us two ears and one mouth, right? That's right. Okay? Uh, in my opinion, that the most impacting, the most effective way that we can conquer this is for the body of Christ to rise up in the fullness of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Okay? For us to learn to live, to love, to act in his love and his power. And so that's one of the aspects, one of the things we're going to believe that a Holy Spirit-filled, a Holy Spirit-baptized church can accomplish in Tyler, Texas. Amen. Amen. All right. Well, we're going to jump into a discussion here about the Holy Spirit. And uh, so I'm going to ask uh, Corey a couple of questions here. And... Um, a question that came to mind to me last night uh, was, was just, uh, what do you think of, uh, when, uh, when, when you think of Pentecost, what does it bring to mind? Um, I'll give you just a second to think about that, because I know I'm just dropping that on you at the last minute. But uh, <laughs> uh, when I think about Pentecost, I've got to be honest that there's two thoughts that come to mind. Uh, one thought is that there's, um, that there's just wild experiences. Um, I don't know if some of you uh, grew up in a, in a Pentecostal or charismatic uh, type of a, a framework, but um, there was some uh, crazy things that took place. Now, let me say, the Holy Spirit doesn't make you crazy, but because if you're already crazy, he just gives you power to be more crazy, right? So... <laughs> Um, he just it makes people. He doesn't make people crazy. But I really did. I saw people. A lot of zeal, and sometimes zeal without knowledge. Mm -hmm. Zeal, uh, you know, things. Uh, I, I've said it before, but two people get blamed for stuff they really don't have a lot to do with, and that's God and the devil. You know, sometimes <laughs> a lot of things that had the name of the Lord on it, and and uh, all kinds of stuff. But can I also tell you, I've seen some amazing things. I've seen a multitude of people, I mean, on the hills of, of Pennsylvania at a Jesus gathering, I've seen a whole, just hundreds and thousands of people be touched and, and impacted under the move and the wave of the Holy Spirit all at one time, and I was one of them. Mm. I've seen the Holy Spirit work and do miracles in people and through people, and so um, I think that's the first thing that comes to mind. The second thing is, when I read the Scripture... And you all read your Bibles, right? Okay. Yeah. This yes is the right answer to that. Okay. Um, that, that when I read the when I read the Bible, I look at what took place on the day of Pentecost. I look at the change in the disciples from being just confused and weary and and maybe even a little bit cowardly, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, hiding and not knowing what the future held. To all of a sudden, when they're filled, baptized in the Holy Spirit, man, they became these bold people. They, they, Peter stands up, preaches a sermon, 3,000 people get saved. Yeah. Man, the church is birthed. And from that point, they go out and literally, listen to this, guys, literally change the world. Amen. They change right. the world. More Amen. people know the name of Jesus than any other name on the face of the earth. That's right. Amen. And it all started right here. So that's what I think about. Amen. How about you, brother? Amen. I, I believe there's there, there, in that time, especially in that upper room when, when the Holy Spirit came, there was such a place of intimacy with the Holy Spirit. And uh, even when they went on out into the streets and dynamic, unique, amazing moves began to happen, and I believe that God purposed those to happen because it, the people in that time were so relig religious and they had such a mindset, they had to be shaken a little bit yeah, in their soul. That's good. There was a soul shaking that went on when they saw those acts and they heard those words in every tongue for every nation. 
all of a sudden, they, they could not deny the power of God was at work. Amen? So it was, a, it was a complete witness to the world that, hey, the Holy Spirit's here, and he's here to, not, to, not to just be here. He's here to take over. Amen? That's right. In a good way, in a blessed way, to bring, to bring heaven to earth. Mm-hmm. Amen? Yeah. That's, what, that's what having that connection with the Holy Spirit, being baptized with the Holy Spirit, is all about. It's about fulfilling Jesus' prayer that he told the disciples uh, when, he, when he talked about our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, yes. thy will be yes. done on earth as it is in heaven. He said, now wait, because I'm going to leave you with something. It was the very last thing Jesus said. He said, go and wait. I would think of Jesus, of everything he said, for it to be the very last thing was say, hey, go wait, because I'm going to leave you with something. Something by which you can act and walk in power like I did. Amen? Yeah. What a great gift he left. And he, said, he even said, he said, if I don't go, he can't come. So he let them know, I have to go so that he may come. And what he was saying is, is I'm making a way for you to be even more personal, more intimate, more connected, and have more power and boldness than if you were actually walking in the natural with me on this planet. Amen? Mm-hmm. Because he, it wasn't something that you could do. I mean, Jesus, could only he was only one person. If a thousand people got around him, you probably can't get to him and walk with him. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But this way, he made it to where it could be one-on-one. You could walk and hear him. Be, be led by him, and most importantly, have the anointing, which is that power and that boldness to overcome everything that, that the enemy tries to throw at us. Amen? So that's what I think about uh, whenever I think about the, the, you know, the day of Pentecost. It's a, it's a personal uh, act that happens, but it's for the benefit of the world. Amen. Amen? Man, that's great, Corey. That really is. And aren't you glad that it's not just some uh, religious remembrance, but it's a personal experience, Amen. you know, Amen. and that it's for every single person. Amen. When I read the scriptures of all that took place uh, in the disciples and through the disciples, I mean, my heart says, I want more. Mm-hmm. I want more Amen. of that. Amen. You? Amen. So do you remember? Do you remember when you were baptized in the Holy Spirit? I do. My experience was very dynamic. And I know, and I just want to preface this, my, my experience that... Um, as, as Pastor was saying before, I, I know there's, there's a mindset in the church today and even in the world today that have heard a little bit about church stuff um, that, you know, stepping over into things of the Spirit is, is really wild and crazy and weird and uh, hyper, hyper, ultra spiritual and all these things. And there were some things that happened to me that were very dynamic, and I want to share that. Yeah. But I want to say, guess what? There was a, there was a piece of it that wasn't. And then there was a piece of it that was, but it was all done by faith. And so sometimes when God moves upon us, we do feel things and we're moved and supernatural, unique evidences happen. But then there's other times when God does things and we don't feel anything, but we know by faith that God said he he did it, so it's done. Amen? So my experience is this, and and, uh, I was was about 15 years old, and I was really hungry for, for the Lord. And the Lord had me reading some, some, some books uh, by Brother Jimmy Swaggart. Um, and, and I was also studying the Word of God. I was going to my pastor. I, I grew up in an Assembly of God church, so we were a spirit-filled congregation. And I had seen some really weird things, you know. I mean, there's people in our church that when the Spirit was moving, 
you know, certain people did certain things, you know, certain <laughs> people ran, certain people got on the ground and shook, certain people did these things. And it was all like they had their own little unique moment with the Lord. Now, I, 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 I somewhat laugh at that, but I don't laugh at it because what I did notice was even though those acts were happening and it was unique and it was a little strange to my soul, my mind, will, and emotions, it was kind of like, what's going on? But the, the, what I saw afterwards in the fruit of the people is what kept me in that church because I saw greater love, I saw greater peace. After Sister So-and-So ran, <laughs> she would give such an encouraging word that it would bless the church in such a deep way, you knew she was running with Jesus. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? It's the ones that run and then they kind of are edgy and ugly are the ones you're like, eh, you might have been in the flesh, you know? And that's for us to be able to discern and protect our hearts about, but it's not for us to be scared of. We don't want to be scared of the move of the Spirit and then miss it. That's right. We don't want to be scared of stepping out and maybe the Holy Spirit is telling you to run because he wants something broken off of you and yet you won't because you're scared of looking too weird. That's right. God wants you to say, he's, maybe he's breaking off of you that he wants you to be more bold. And sometimes bold means run. Sometimes bold means go pray for someone. There, you know, and it's just being willing to act on that. So back to my experience. I'm sorry, I'm kind of going off on a tangent here. <laughs> but I wanted to preface it with, um, well, let me just go to my, my actual experience. So an evangelist came through our, 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 our church. And uh, if, I, if I said his name, many of you would, would probably know his name. Phenomenal man of God and very anointed. And, but the way he did things was very dynamic. And uh, um, as he, 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 you know, he preached a sermon, he talked about being baptized with the Holy Spirit. And then he asked people to come forward who wanted to be baptized with the Spirit. And man, I knew in my heart, man, if there was more of God, I am all in. Amen. I want all of God. And that was where my heart was that day. And it, and it continues to be. And there's a burning in me that stays there since that day. So I, I, I came up and he's shaking and he's praying in, in tongues really, really fast, and he's sweating, and everybody around me is shaking, and they're praying in tongues really, really fast, and I'm thinking, how do I do this, <laughs> you know, and can I do this, and so I get up there, and he puts his hand on me, and, you know, he's waving me back and forth, and, you know, and I'm kind of standing there, and, and I'm, I, I, in my heart, I'm saying, God, if this is you, I want it, you know, if it's not you, I don't. I was just being real, real plain with him. And uh, the whole time this is all going on, he's like, just speak, just speak, just speak. You know, and he was talking about speaking in tongues. And, uh, and I'm sitting there and I'm going, I'm waiting. I'm waiting on the Holy Spirit to start praying through me. I'm waiting. Lord, just pray through me, pray through me. Wait, I, I want to do this. I want you, Lord. And it never came. And so he was just like, just pray something. Just, and so in order to just make him let me go, <laughs> Before my brain fell out of my head because I was shaking, I just went, Baba. Ba. And when I did that, he was like, You got it, brother. You know, go, go sit down, you know. And when he said that, I was so disappointed because I felt nothing. I turned and I almost started to cry as a 15 year old walking back to my chair. And I was like, what, what was that? And then before I got to my chair, I said, God, I said, if I just received you, I, I just want the evidence of it. I said, I, I said, I don't know what that was, but I know I want more of you. Yeah. And I receive you right now. I receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit right now, and I thank you for it. Mm -hmm. And nothing happened to me the rest of that service. I went home, and that night, I was uh, laying in bed, and I was reading that Jimmy Swaggart book again and just listening to the Holy Spirit. 
and fell asleep. And as I'm sleeping, uh, I, uh, I have a dream. And I have a dream of an angel in my room. He's up, I remember he was up to the right of my bed. And he had one of my friends, my really close friends that lived a block over from me, um, with him. And he kind of had his arm around him, almost like he was guarding him. And it was so dynamic and so real and so vivid, it, sh- it shook me awake. And when I woke up, I sat up in my bed, and I was praying in tongues as hard and fast as I could. <laughs> and I didn't know I was... I, a matter of fact, to the point where I was, I was doing it so loud and so fast, uh, you know, I was... Da, 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 ba, sha, da, da, you know, and, and, I, and when I finally got fully awake, I was like, what? what? And I, I was like... And I ran into my mom's room, and I was like, Mom, I'm possessed. <laughs> Something's going on. I can't control myself. And, of course, my mom, being a spirit-filled lady for many years and very balanced and a lot of wisdom, thank God I had her in my life. <laughs> you know, uh, of course, I, at first she was like, what, what? And then I told her what was going on, and she said, Sweetheart, the Holy Spirit's just using your spirit to pray through you. Yeah. said, He's using your spirit while you're asleep to pray things. And that was, that was my... That was my uh, being filled with the Spirit, you know, moment. That's what happened to me. And then that, that continued to happen for a couple of nights. And uh, it was, you know, by the second night, it was kind of like, oh, this is cool. It's kind of like, it's almost <laughs> like you have a superhero thing that happened to you, you know. <laughs> like, yeah, my cape's on. Look at that, you know. And, and you really felt like, wow, God's doing something in me. Yeah. And, and I knew it wasn't just in me. I knew it was in me, but it was for the world. Yeah. And I was looking forward to that piece of it. So that's, oh, that's, that's great. Isn't that a great story? So he shared that with me the other day. I love that. So. I love the fact that the, the Holy Spirit, that God is so creative that he doesn't have to use a cookie cutter every time that it's not, you know, that there's a very individual relationship, yeah. very individual things. There's always going to be something that changes in our hearts. We're always going to be able to, to know that there's a difference. We're going to be able to know, and I believe there's going to be um, observable evidences to, that take place. Absolutely. I, I think for me, um, the baptism of the Holy Spirit came quickly after accepting uh, Jesus as Lord and Savior as a, as a young person about 14 years of age, but for me, one of the things that happened almost quickly were at that season of the church, there were a lot of prayer groups and home meetings that were going on, and um, all of a sudden at these prayer groups and home meetings, um, I would find out that I would have a word of wisdom or a word, a prophetic word for people that I knew nothing about them and really didn't know anything about the Bible at that point, and so I kept uh, asking people, I was like, well, this is what I'm thinking, or this is what I'm hearing, is that, and they go, oh yeah, this needs to be, and it was the Holy Spirit working through me to again, show me that he was there, to show me that he was using my life, but really to bless and to Amen. build up and to edify um, um, other people. Amen. I think the other thing for me that really trans, uh, transpired in my life was um, I had grown up with a lot of insecurities and, and not feeling loved. And then um, all of a sudden, um, I can remember just in a certain experience. When I got saved, I, I felt loved. I felt renewed. But man, there was a time when all of a sudden I felt just a fullness of the Holy Spirit that that let me know from there was never a moment that I didn't feel loved after that. And um, and so I would just say, if anybody deals with that, uh, that that the greatest thing for uh, feeling unloved or insecure or any type of fear is just welcoming the fullness of the Holy Spirit. And then I remember a 
a renewed or, or, or a new passion for worship. Man, I wanted more of God. Yeah. Wanted to know more of His Word. And um, I can remember one day, just in a prayer time in a prayer meeting like that, um, there was worship going on. And I had my hands lifted and just singing songs of praise. And before I knew it, I was hearing uh, words that weren't English. You know, mm-hmm. and there was something coming out of me. And I was like, How does this happen? <laughs> you know, I think it's interesting that there's times. Certainly, the Holy Spirit, you can come and be prayed for, and people can instruct you and uh, give you encouragement to, to receive the Holy Spirit. There's other times when he has to kind of put us to sleep to get us out of ourselves <laughs> or get us involved yeah. in worship so that he can just free flow, uh, flow freely through us. Amen. 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 So let me ask you then, how has this relationship uh, been a benefit to you through your life, Corey? How's it not? <laughs> um, I would say... Uh, there's a boldness that came on me even at salvation. I remember when I got saved, the first thing I wanted to do was get the microphone from the preacher. <laughs> at eight years old, I had something to say all of a sudden. I didn't get the microphone, but I wanted to say something, you know. Well, that same boldness, it was like it was magnified a hundredfold when the Holy Spirit baptized me with the Holy Spirit. Man, I wanted the microphone. I had something to say, and I knew, here, here's what I knew. I knew there was the power of God to back up what was said. Yeah. See, we, the church today, many, in, many, in many ways, we feel like we have to walk in love or power, and it's not that. We, we're to walk in power and love. See, people didn't follow Jesus because he was a loving man. They followed Jesus because he had power that validated his love. And if, right. and if we're not validating love with power, then we're not walking in the fullness of who we are in Christ. Mm-hmm. We must walk in power and love. We must be looking for opportunities for power through the love of God to be translated into someone's physical body, their soul, whatever is going on. Amen? This whole racism thing, it's, it's waiting. It, it, it's an incubation waiting for the love of God to be shown through power. Yeah, absolutely. That's all that is. Listen, the dark's going to get darker, but the light's going to get lighter. Amen. And it's up to us to be the light and go out there and take over that in such a, a powerful, loving way that people all of a sudden, their mindsets literally change which is what happened in Acts 2, people's mindsets changed. Paul preached a little bit. He, he, God gave him some words. Mindsets changed, and they said, we need Jesus. Yeah. Amen? And so that, that's, that's the, I think, the biggest thing for me is the boldness and the confidence that, um, that comes to, to step out and operate in the power of God, and then the intimacy that comes with that mm-hmm. when, you're, when you're seeking him about those things in the quiet place. That, 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 that level of connection with him is heightened mm-hmm. and that there's a true, not only just a, just a hearing, but also a deep knowing of who he is and who he's created you to be. Amen? Yeah, that's good. So those are the things that come to me about that. That's really good. That's really good. And that's, I, I would say that as well, that, that the baptism of the Holy Spirit, I think, really did bring a boldness to me in the way that it manifested. I was told three things when you, I got saved, that you have to pray every day, you have to read your Bible every day. Well, they said you have to do three things every day to go to heaven. So you have to pray every day, you have to read your Bible every day, and tell somebody about Jesus every day. <laughs> and so, um, like I said, I, I've said before, I used to wake my brother up at night when I'd come home and I hadn't told anybody yet, and I'd wake him up every night 
like, hey, John, he said, I've heard, I've heard, I've heard. You know, so. but, but there was a boldness, there was a boldness in school starting to pass out tracts and be a witness and, yeah. wanted, uh, and a love for people. So, yeah. uh, so that's why we would encourage people to receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit, right? Amen. Amen. Our that's time's kind of winding down, Corey, but so... Um, I wanted just to ask a question. We know um, all the things that we've experienced would be one of the reasons. Would be the reasons we'd say we want to see, and God wants to see every person receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Amen. So then, Amen. if you were talking to somebody about how does someone get baptized, how do they get baptized in the Holy Spirit? Uh, what kind of hoops do they have to jump through, <laughs> and uh, spiritual calisthenics and all that kind of yeah, stuff? Yeah. Uh, scriptures it, it, they have to there's a, there's a whole long list. So yeah, I'm no. sorry, <laughs> we all don't qualify. So. You know. Honestly, it's the same way as when you got saved. You just said, God, I want more of you. If that's you, if that's real, and there's power behind it, that that's your heart and it's who you are, I want that. Yeah. I want more of you. That simple prayer is all it takes. There's no other thing that you have to do is just receive. Amen? Jesus said, you know, you've been freely given, freely received, you know. I believe you can freely receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Amen? Amen. And I believe there's probably some of you who said, I've tried, I've tried, I've tried. You know, and it's okay. It's all right. Sometimes it's a journey with God. Amen? I know there's been many people that I've prayed for who've come and they've said, man, I've, I've waited. You know, the Bible talks about waiting for the Holy Spirit and those things. And I've waited and I've done these things. I've fasted. And, you know, the Bible just says that he's a free gift. And, you know, I think it's in, I believe it's in the book of John where how freely will he give you the Holy Spirit because you're his children, you know? And he freely has already given that gift. It's just waiting. He's just waiting for you to receive it. Now, here's the thing. A lot of people think if I I have to speak in tongues, that's kind of the awkward, weird thing. You don't have to speak with tongues. Now, I believe the tongues will come. Amen? I believe that'll happen. I believe there will be a bubbling up as you get filled. There will be a time or a moment where the Holy Spirit will pray with you and within you and for you. Amen? But don't feel any pressure that if you come up here, that's what the enemy wants. He wants you to feel pressure, mm-hmm. you know? And, and if you feel pressure, just know that's not the Holy Spirit. That's right. Amen? That's right. God isn't a God of pressuring people to do anything. He didn't pressure you to get saved. Amen? He doesn't pressure you to act right, does he? He doesn't strong arm you. He asks you to, but he doesn't strong arm you. It's the same thing with receiving the Holy Spirit. Amen. Yeah, that's good. That's really good. I just want to reiterate that it is about asking and receiving. And why should we do it? Well, because it's a gift that God gives to us. He's a gift uh, that God gives to us. And uh, it's a gift of a relationship that does it. It just wraps our hearts in love. It empowers us. It makes us bold. Amen. Corey, I know that there, you also believe that the baptism of the Holy Spirit, one of the things you want to talk about was how that it brings a, a revival in the, in the church as well. Yeah, I'll say this. Um, what, I, what I wanted to finish there with, and I should have, is I believe that receiving the baptism of the Holy Spirit is kind of another level of surrender to the Lord. Amen? Because you, when, you, when you got saved, you got baptized, and in those baptism waters you died, and you were a new creation in Christ. Amen? Being baptized with the Holy Spirit is, is another kind of dying to self. Amen? And letting the Holy Spirit live even more vi- vibrant and more fully through you. Mm-hmm. Amen? So that you're, because the, the salvation was for you on the inside, it's for the Holy Spirit to dwell within, and it was for your benefit and for your connection. But the baptism of the Holy Spirit is for the Holy Spirit to sit upon. It is for you to be anointed, cloaked with the Holy Spirit, with the power of the Lord, so you can go out into the world, lay your hands on the sick, and see them recover. 
You know, the Bible didn't say pray for the sick. It said lay your hands on the sick and see them recover. Amen? And in that great commission, there's other places where it said pray for the sick. But, but in, in particular, he says lay your hands on the sick. And so there was, a, there was a dynamic move of the Holy Spirit he wanted to see happen. Amen? And so I just, I, I, you know, so that piece of it. And then, um, Pastor, what was the last thing you asked me to say? You, you'd wanted to mention about. Oh, about the, the revival. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so obviously when, 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 when we receive another level of the Lord, when we, when we surrender more fully to the Lord, the Lord comes quickly. Amen? Because he's just waiting on us. Amen? And so when he comes, what happens is a, a new, fresh revival starts in your heart. Yeah. Somebody say amen. amen. All of a sudden, there is a revival. And listen to me. I know that the body of Christ, I know that this body has had a lot of struggles with all kinds of depression, with anxiety, with worry, with stress, with care, because of the things that are going on in the world. Yeah. Amen? The only way we're going to overcome and not be downtrodden and beat down by those things is because we have a revival in the rivers of living water. The Holy Spirit is not just in us. It's overflowing from us. Amen? Amen. That's the only way that we're going to be able to live uh, boldly and confidently and change the world. Amen? That's right. But that happens from that surrender. Amen? And And so because of that revival being started in your heart individually... Guess what happens when we come together corporately? Yes. Turn up the volume, baby. <laughs> God, all of a sudden, God, you know, he, all, the house is rocking with the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. And now some amazing things start happening, happening corporately as well. And, and it's a, it begins to be a lot of fun. Yeah. And guess what? That's what God wants. That's he's right. ready to have fun with his kids and see his kids do the things that he's called them to do so the world can receive the great love and, and goodness of God. Amen? That's what it's about. It's giving the world the goodness of God. Amen? You know, your faith can't work. Where you stop believing the goodness of God, then, then you, that you can't go beyond that. Amen? So we've got to come to that place where we grab onto the goodness. And listen, the Holy Spirit is the best thing. It's the most good thing that Jesus could have done for us. Amen? So grab onto that goodness of the Lord and receive him today. Amen. 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 Well, I agree. That's fantastic. And, and I love that. That One of my favorite scriptures is in Ephesians where it says, be filled with the Holy Spirit. Mm. And uh, that's to people that have already been filled. And what it really says is be continually being filled. Yes. If we don't have enough of the fullness and the pressure of the Holy Spirit on the inside, we'll collapse to all the pressure yeah. around us. Yeah. God yeah. doesn't want us just to survive. He wants us to be overcomers in the name of Jesus. Amen. 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 And so Amen. what we want to do today is we want to give people an opportunity. Maybe you, uh, maybe you have never heard about the Holy Spirit. I mean, I, that would have been me up until getting saved. I, what is yeah. a Holy Spirit? You know, what's the Holy Ghost? And that those terms are, are the same. Mm-hmm. But we want we want you to know that today you can receive the fullness of the Holy Spirit, the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Maybe there's so maybe this is the first you've heard about it. But the way that you qualify is just to have Jesus Christ living in your heart, to living in your life, to, being, to, be, to be saved, to be a follower of Jesus. If that's you, you're a candidate to receive the fullness of the Holy Spirit. There may be some people here today that you said, as Corey said, you've prayed and you've kind of thought about this and you've moved, took a, taken a step into the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Uh, I would say that by faith you just say, I have been baptized by the Holy Spirit. 
Holy Spirit, I welcome you. Yeah. Even as we pray this morning, I would welcome you just to work in us, to reveal yourself to us, whether it's speaking in tongues or if it's prophecy or boldness or witnessing or service or just loving Amen. people at a whole new level. Yeah. Whatever work you want to do in me, Holy Spirit, we're yes. welcome to that. And, um, and, and then there's some of you that maybe you were baptized in the Holy Spirit. You've uh, Years ago, you, know, you were baptized in the Holy Spirit and you had prayer languages and signs and wonders and all kinds of things went through your life. But it's been a long time since that's really fun. We want to see a refilling, a, yes. a renewal, yes. so that revival yes. can take place in us and through us to transform our world. Amen? Amen. 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 So what we want to do today is we just want to give you the opportunity to, uh, to pray. And whether you're in your home, uh, sitting on a couch, or if you're right here in this building today, to go ahead and lead us yes. in this prayer time. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If you would, just close your eyes and... Be with Jesus for a yes. minute here. Just uh, connect with the Lord. Close your eyes and see yourself in front of Jesus. Mm. Yes. Be alone with him for just a moment. Use your imagination that God gave you to imagine that you're standing in front of Jesus. Mm. That he's right there with you. He's looking you eye to eye. There's tears flowing from his face because he's so proud of you. Mm. Because he loves you so deeply. Because he's so happy that you're standing right here, right now with him. And then I want you to imagine that Jesus is saying this to you. He's saying, I love you. I honor you and I bless you. Yes. And now I want to introduce you <laughs> to, the, to the one that walked with me in my ministry. That encouraged me. That was, in, that was with me on those nights on those hillsides when I cried out. And the one that anointed me when I was baptized and when I came up out of the water and the one that did all the works as the Lord Father led us and he introduces you to the Holy Spirit and the Holy Spirit steps between you and Jesus and says, I'll be with you now. And he is, an, he is the image of Christ. He's the spirit of Christ. He, you can't really see a difference between him and Jesus other than now he's sent to, to be set upon you and within, within you, obviously, already. And so what I'd like you to just say is, Holy Spirit, I receive you. Holy Spirit, I receive you. I receive your power. I receive your power. I receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit. I receive the baptism of the Holy I Spirit. I surrender my life now. I surrender my life now. More fully than I ever have. More fully than I ever have. That I can walk more fully with you. Knowing you, more deeply, knowing you more deeply, being more intimate with you, and performing the works that you have set before me, that the world may know your goodness. Father, we receive that today. We receive the Holy Spirit today. Just tell them, say, Holy Spirit, I receive you. I receive you.